Welcome again. Thanks for joining us at Once When I Was Cool podcast, your weekly podcast about all the things that we used to love when we were young, when we were cool, and we were hip and happening, fellas. My name is Dave, and across the magic of the internet, I've got my good mate, Wee. How are you, Wee? Good, thanks, Dave. How are you travelling down there at the uh, bottom end of Australia at the moment? No, mate, yeah, we're doing pretty well. We're doing pretty well. As we as we record, we're still in lockdown at the moment, so uh, not travelling anywhere. It's the uh, Father's Day weekend, um, and so I was actually meant to be up in Brisbane this week, but, of course, uh, all the people up there couldn't behave themselves properly and the COVID got hold again, so uh, we weren't able to get up there, which is a bit of a shame. It's starting to go a little bit stir-crazy here, but uh, otherwise good. How about you? How's it going up there in Brisbane? Mate, as you said, you know, people can't behave themselves. So we've got a few cases going on up here, which has uh, meant uh, the trip we had planned even to come down to you. Uh, I think it was next month. That's been canned. And, uh, you know, as as you said, Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all of the dudes out there that have kids and all of those who don't know they have kids. <laughs> uh, you'll get a message saying one day, hey, Dad, this is this is me. And speaking of dads, as always, happy Father's Day to our producer, Simon, all the way there in Sydney, who's also under lockdown. Yeah, yeah. How are you, mate? He's good. He's waving away as he is. He's saying get on with it, uh, as he always does. A little bit impatient, this fella. He is. He is. But he's getting us out there to all your earballs via the magic of the interweb. Mm, sounding sounding wonderful. Oh, well, hopefully one day we can get it organised, that we can uh, record again and we don't have to worry about internet lags and looking across the screens. So, yeah, so anyway, well, we... I'm, I'm going to start dressing up, mate. Well, you might have to, especially if we, as we record this over Zoom, uh, the video's there, we could always put it out. But, uh, you know, that's a different story for, for a different day. So we, um, being in lockdown, as we talk about, it seems to be the ongoing theme of everything we have in 2020 is a year that just keeps on giving. But, mate, while sitting around sort of thinking, I was thinking back to some of the things we used to do and some of the fads and some of the trends we had, and some of those came around the different toys we had as we were kids. So we, once when I was cool, we used to have different toys that uh, don't seem to be around as often as they are these days. Yeah, it's a little sad. It was much simpler back in the day when we were young. You know, you'd have a... Uh, a, a pretty simple toy and used to think um, all your Christmases had come at once. Um, dare I mention, and I won't go through the whole list because no, I get thanks, in trouble like you. I always do. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, let, let's kick off with the good old yo-yo. How about that? Yeah, well, the yo-yo is one of those ones, one of those fads that seemed to come back every year and it depended on the certain times of year. Um, and I remember I um, I used to love yo-yos. I was never really good at it. I could do a few tricks. I could do, you know, do the sort of walk the dog and do the triangle one and around the world. And that was pretty much it. And you, around the world, the one where you spin it around and then, and then zip it back. And if you weren't careful and you didn't get your hand in the right spot, it'd flick off and hit you in the face. And, uh, you know, the yo-yos were good solid wooden ones back then. So... Um, but they were they were good and they used to always be sponsored. The ones that I remember used to always be sponsored by uh, one of the soft drink companies and they have all their different brands of soft drinks and all the um, all the, all the different uh, sugary flavours used to come out and you'd have different yo-yos for that. Yeah, that's same, same with us. That's what we used to have. The um, When you're talking about tricks, you know, there was other tricks that, you know, me and my brothers invented. So <laughs> there were... They, they were around the world, but we used to see how close we could get to each other when we were doing it and try and flick <laughs> each other, you know, sort of in the face. 
Yeah. Um, there was probably a couple of times that um, I think I've uh, caused a black eye or two on my uh, younger brother by uh, I sort of knew I was in the range. I knew yeah. I'd hit him. Yeah. But, you know, that comes with just being the big brother. You had to teach him what's what. The other thing was, uh, you know, back in the uh, the days where they used to use those um, weapons where they used to swing them around and throw like them at a, someone like and a, try a and cobble them. Oh, right, yeah, like a little handheld Pop. catapult type thing. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were also good for that when your brother was running away from you. If you were good, you could actually swing them around and get a get a good bit of purchase on it, and uh, you, you can cause a bit of damage and a few scars. Yeah. So uh, some bruises, and having to explain the bruises, how he keeps falling over and gets these bruises is, uh, I think it. I think my parents could see through us towards the end, well through me anyway, but um, I did um, push him into fear for saying it wasn't me. So. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So I remember one year at school we had like a travelling troupe of professional yo-yo people and they turned up, at, you know, at one school assembly and the school put it on obviously as a, as a bit of a treat for everybody uh, and they were all fantastic at what they did and they, you know, they had, you know, two guys and three girls and they could all do all these different sorts of things and then they had like the one um, master of ceremonies or the ringleader and, you know, you have to think back in the early 80s, being a professional yo-yo person, you, you got to wonder where they're at today. I don't know how the world life's going for them, but, uh, you know, to be young people that are professional yo-yoists or yo-yoers or whatever we want to call them, I don't know where they'd be today. I think um, they're thinking about picking up yo-yoing in the next Olympics as a, a test sport. I'm not sure, but... But I, I think they'd be doing um, probably shows like this. I don't know where they'd be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but it's, the, it's like the people who come and do the skipping. Remember, they used to come and they did the skipping troops as well. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I kind of remember them as well. But the yo-yos back then weren't any of the fancy ones. Now that I see, now that the yo-yos I've looked at these days, they all have flashing lights and other sorts of things, and um, it, you know they would um, they're cheap sort of plasticky sorts of ones. They're not really made of wood um and they just sort of spin and don't really do too much so um yeah i, I don't know i, I kind of like the old ones again and i actually found one of my old yo-yos um it was a lead lemonade one uh, i don't know if anybody remembers lead lemonade it was um one of those sort of old fringe brands i think it was the precursor to sprite or something like that but it's uh yeah no it was a good one have you like you're saying that the the wooden ones, the the plastic, when they started to come in, sometimes you know they always get caught. They seem to get a lot more mm. caught. Mm. Um, but I suppose the question for you, Dave, is: Have you ever broken a window with your yo-yo? No, I haven't. I've broken a few strings, but I've usually always been. I don't think I used to get, be allowed to yo-yo inside, or if I did, uh, if I was, I would never sort of got that aggro with it. I, I take it you have. Well, one of us have. We won't say who it was and then who got the blame for it, but it, let's just say it doesn't matter and we'll just leave that up to everyone's imagination on what actually happened there. But, yeah, the plastic ones do break windows, I will say. All right, okay. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But moving on, the next, the next sort of fad one that used to come around every year for a couple of months or a couple of weeks probably is all it was and then a couple of months were marbles. Yeah, marbles. That was a that was awesome, and you used to be able to trade marbles, and you know they'd have all different type. You'd have the clear ones, you'd have um, 
the dragon's eyes and the cat lots eyes of different cat eyes and all and, of those and sorts then the, of the milky colored. I remember we used to call them milkies or something like that. Mm. There were the white ones with the little color swirls through them. And then you'd get the big ones that, you know, you'd get the normal size and then the big ones that you used well, you, to... You'd get the little ones and then you get another one that was a bit bigger and we used to call them bonkers. And then the next, yeah. the bigger one from them was a tombola. Yeah. And, yeah. and have you ever tried, because there used to be a couple of different versions of marbles which we never used to sort of play. You used to have like a circle and you used to have to flick the marble, flick your bonker to flick the marbles out and whatever you flicked outside were yours to keep. Um, and I remember the first time I ever tried to play that version, rather than flick it with your thumb where you hold it in your hand and flick it out, I put it on the ground and flicked it with my with my finger, <laughs> with my middle finger. Oh, my God, I still remember how painful, <laughs> still remember how painful that was. And I must have only been about five or six. But I remember my first encounter with marbles playing against other kids at a school was um, there was one year where I was in kindergarten and my oldest sister, Glenda, was um, in um in primary school and she would have been in sixth grade just before she went to high school. So there was that one year overlap. And um, she seemed, I seem to remember she was quite the hustler at uh, marbles and uh, used to always win the marbles off everybody else around the school. It was only a small school, but uh, yeah, I I think I I may be wrong and I'm sure she'll let me know if I am, but uh, she used to be quite the hustler at marbles. Uh, first of all, hey, Glenda. Um, secondly, uh, did she used to play by prison rules? Because it sounds like she did. No, probably. <laughs> Pro- well, knowing her, though, she actually probably invented her own rules that sort of heavily favoured her more than anything else. But um, the next version of Marvels that we played, which was far more popular, um, it was when I went to another school and lived in the coastal town that I grew up in, um, was you used to dig a hole out of the ground and you used to have to throw your marble in uh, so it landed in the hole and then you could do something and you'd have to hit somebody else's marbles. A bit more convoluted, the rules, but that's how you used to um, how you used to win the other person's. And then there was always that one kid that hated losing and hated when they lost their favourite marble. <laughs> but lost his favourite toy. It sounds like you guys invented a, some sort of golf by, you know, putting them, trying to get them into a hole. Maybe it was a whole new golf form of golf. Yeah, it was a weird version. I didn't, don't really know where it came from and I don't know that I've ever seen anyone else play it since. But saying that, I don't think I've played marbles since I was maybe 10 or 11. So um, 37. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when they stopped me going to the school to keep playing because um, I lost too many marbles and cry too much. And then it'd be hard for your mum to come pick you up. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it sounds like Glenda's made those reels up out on the coast as well. To me, oh, I don't know that she ever played them. She used to. I think I, I'd have to ask her. I only have this memory of her hustling for marbles. That was her sort of main bag. She's not locked up now. Not still hustling. No, oddly enough, she works at a school, so she um, so oh, plays she, against the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, well, she probably confiscates all the good ones. Show <laughs> me your marbles. I'll, I'll take that one. I don't, this know one. If, I don't know if kids still play marbles. If anyone out there still plays marbles or know if their kids play marbles, let us know. Give us an email at onceforschoolpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to know. Um, what about you? Got any good marble stories? I know that they hurt when someone got annoyed with you and, start, and threw them at you. Well, they work well in a slingshot, whether it's homemade or a bought one. The the other thing fly, too, they fly true. They do fly very true, and not always the bigger ones are, are, are not the small ones are the ones you need to use. They just they are powerful. Um, 
used to be able to hit about three houses over with a good slingshot um, when we were in town. Or land them in someone's pool. Well, there's not many pools out where I come from. It's too cold. Yeah. All right. But what I've noticed, like, how many times have you been digging in a garden or digging something up, even as an adult, and you find a marble? It's like the earth is just producing them. I think that's where they came from. They're a sort rare of like, earth mineral. They are because I could be digging in. I literally don't have any marbles in the house, but I'm finding marbles out in the garden when I'm digging around or there'd be an occasional marble. I still get my slingshot out and I still shoot them and <laughs> I don't really know what <laughs> happens with them. <laughs> but um, I haven't had anyone knocking on my door yet. Well, you I try not to find it. near a freeway. I mean, you could cause all sorts of trouble. Uh, I'm I'm too mature for that. I would never do anything like that. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, look, you know, as as with all things, we used to turn them into like the Hunger Games. Um, <laughs> there was always we used to play under our house was probably about three foot to four foot. Off and under the house was all dirt. So you we were stand able to. Up okay. I could stand up and then jump up and just touch the, yeah. touch it. But that's where we used to play marbles, and there were lots of posts under there. So, it, like, as you grab what you could, prison rules or Hunger Games style to survival of the fittest. Um, and just big shout out to my brothers. They know what I'm talking about. I'm sure they do. Do they listen? Yeah. Uh, my older brother probably not so much, but my younger brother does. Mm. Um, you know, my younger brother seems to be the one that uh, seems to cause me a lot, of, a lot more heartfelt joy in my life <laughs> rather than my older brother. <laughs> so moving on from that, and another thing that does seem to turn up in your garden when you're digging for no good reason, I remember that I was the cause of a lot of this around my house, was matchbox cars. I loved matchbox cars when I was a kid and I had a lot of them. And I used to have all sorts of, uh, you know, digging tunnels and roadways and um, one of the houses we lived at um, had a sand pit and this sand pit was great because you could build all sorts of things. But I I couldn't tell you how many cars I lost in sand pits and in garden beds and things like that because of my matchbox car um, freeways and highways and us um, underground sorts of runs sort of went everywhere and and you know the stories that would have come out of it was uh, enough to keep a metropolis running I tell you. Uh, look, can I say I've still got a box of matchbox cars to this day from when my kids were young. And, yeah. Um, Any Dirk rare ones? Dirk, Dirk's twenty two. Um, I don't know, mate. I haven't got them out and had a look at them, but uh, probably not so much. It was just Matchbox. They used to have the cheap knockoff versions as well, which um, to me were really, really difficult. Um, yeah. Really difficult to to try and swap out because yeah. they were just do- made, they were dodgy. But Matchbox, look, I still look at Matchboxes now when I go to the shops. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, they work in a slingshot as well, I will say that. Got <laughs> <laughs> to make sure one of them doesn't flick off and hit you in the forehead. Oh, look. They'd believe okay. a mark that's not going to come out in a hurry. Well, no, but they'd still work. And if you don't, if, if your brothers used to annoy you, you used to be able to just get them and shoot them out into the paddock. <laughs> and then for them. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, they soon they soon learned who was who was the boss. But yeah. I do remember um, when we were playing under the house, and we used to you know grade the roads and be real sm- smooth and like you said, made these little um, metropolises. Mm. Um, I uh, I remember um, <laughs> while my brothers. Uh, Younger brother's cars were underneath the uh, tunnel that we made. Yeah. Um, he he had to shoot off to go to the loo. Just you know, go out on in the bush and go to the loo. So I thought, hey, I need to go too. So I drowned his cars. Oh, that's <laughs> rough. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's what that's what you do as brothers. But anyway. Um, <laughs> oh but man. I, I used to worry that I missed out not having a brother when I was younger, but I tell you what, my sisters were way more civilised than you were. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Look, there was one time where, because we had the wooden posts under there, we used to, like, nail stuff in and string stuff up and that. <laughs> and and um, we were playing with the matchbox cars and my younger brother didn't like it and there was a nail sticking out. So he, I pushed him back and he fell back onto the bloody nail and got him just up above his butthole, dug straight <laughs> into him. <laughs> so, you mean his butt uh, crack, I take it, not his butthole? No, no, just up, yeah, in, the, in his cleft of his butt, mm. right in the middle. It was a, so he had to, <laughs> had to go up and show my mum this hole that he's got in, in, in just above his yeah. butthole, up in his crack, yeah. because... I apparently, uh, he didn't like what I was doing at the time. So yeah. it was his own fault though. Yeah, well, you'd, so. have to, you'd have to wipe fairly judiciously with that kind of injury. You don't want to get that infected. Yeah. Oh, it didn't worry me. I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, all right. I mean, you, you have the classiest stories, I have to say. So moving on from that, um, I guess the next sort of um, car sort of thing with the slot car sets or, or the scale electrics where they were the, the two little cars that race around a little electrified track. Um, Do you ever have them? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely loved them. Uh, being three, three boys, the issue was we'd have to, you know, take turns. So it'd always be the winner and then the next person would come in and then the winner. But I remember we had a couple of different sets because, um, and you, you could join them together. And they're the old metal ones where you used to have the steel and they used to have like the teeth and you'd push They'd them They'd have the, like the little brush along the bottom that kept yeah. the contact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so what we thought is, wonder how fast we could get them and how straight a track we could get them. So like drag yeah. cars. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could get them going really quick. Yeah. But they could also smash really badly at the other end. Oh yeah. But uh but they were just they were awesome. I remember getting one for Christmas and it was the good old um figure of 8. Mm. The big figure of 8 and then mm. they sort of crossed over halfway through. And then for anyone out there who's a bit of a car enthusiast, they then mm. had the um Bathurst style track. Oh, okay. And the, uh, and then you had different cars. But yeah. um, uh, one of the guys I used to work with in his garage, he used to have yeah. this table that was probably twice the size of a um, kitchen table. So yeah. probably about, uh, what is it, let's say 10 foot by 10 foot. Yeah. Up on, on his garage ceiling, you'd mm. go over to his place, he'd drop it down and it's this massive slot so car. So it's like set. a little pulleys. Yeah. And yeah. I can tell you, even as an adult, 
you get so yeah. much enjoyment out of it. Yeah, and um, just for anyone of, of our overseas listeners or if you're not familiar, Bathurst is a, a big race that's held in Australia. It's a, a V8 supercars and it's been going for a lot of years. Um, it's probably the premier racing event in Australia uh, and you could get a memorial, uh, memorial, you know, a, a set, you know, a themed set uh, from them. Um, but I know our mate Dan in the UK, he, as an adult, um, used to have a scale electric set and I think him and his mates used to, um, you know, have even as adults used to get together and play them and it's become one of those sorts of uh, big boys toys type things I guess more than anything else for our generation it's become one of those um, ones where you can you can you know buy your own sets and I take it there I haven't played them but I take it that they're a lot better than they ever used to be back when we were kids yeah look from from what I understand you can build build them from nothing up so you can get really powerful engines really quick um, but um, we just had the plain old set. Um, yeah. But yeah, Dave, what about you? Did you have that or did you just play with Barbies of your sister? <laughs> I, um, I know I had the Matchbox cars and I had the little tracks for the Matchbox cars that you could have. I can't – I think I had a scale electric set or a, a slot car set and I'm sure Ruby will let me know or, or Chris Dahl will let me know um, by the time before this is finished. I'm sure they'll have texted me and let me know. But I think that I had one. Um, but I don't think that it ever had the um, same impact that it would have had with you and your brothers. Oh, look, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, again, it, it ended up a lot of the time it ended up in um, in fisticuffs, and yeah, because someone had wronged somebody somewhere. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. And your people are known for their vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their, their anger and mm. but um look i i still you know that you know there was remote control cars as well that were with them um you know i used to get remote control cars and yeah. they were very basic compared yeah. to what you can get today i used to love, um, i used to have a remote control car and i really loved them but i remember you'd have two of them and they'd cross over and they'd be on the same frequency and so you'd end up running two cars with the one remote and if um if you, um, you know, ever wanted to play a trick on somebody, you just go and hide around the corner and start doing all, all weird moves um, and, and have the car doing different things so the person would think their car's possessed or it's broken or something like that. I, I reckon you'd be the guy that would have the two cars down doing synchronised car moves like synchronised swimming. Yeah, you put them on the... To um, music. On the, on the lino floors um, in your kitchen, you give them a bit of a mop and keep them wet and you could do some great drifting and slide moves and those sorts of things. But, uh, yes, you, you're trying really hard to get me to bite about besmirching my masculinity and I'm not biting. I, I don't care. You know you know how I feel about those sorts of things. I don't mind. <laughs> uh, you mentioned it. I wasn't even going there. I was yeah, just a banter. Yeah, just yeah, a bit of banter. Just, just a bit of banter. Just jab. Little jabs just, all the time. Yeah, poking yeah, yeah. the bear. Poking yeah. the bear. But as you know, I still, I now have um, my, my little four-wheel drive that's mm-hmm. pretty much like my truck that I actually have that I drive in. Yeah. And we've taken that and played with that, that a bit. And, and put a GoPro on it. Yeah. Yeah, we did too. Mm, yeah. Down at the beach. That, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've used uh, it as a drink delivery system. Um, <laughs> How does your dog go with it? Uh, I won't use it around him. He'll destroy it yeah. in seconds. 25, kilo, a, 25 kilo staff, you'd take, make short work of it, I'd reckon. 
Yeah, yeah. It'd still be going around in his stomach. I'd be able to control him a bit better maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So moving on, probably one of the um, other things that I want to remember were every so often somebody, you used to get a little 20 cent slot, 20 cent, you know, you put your money in and turn it. Nowadays you can get them for, for different sorts of lollies and, um, and, and sweets and those sorts of things. But it was also you could get toys, you could get little, you know, little figurines and things. But the other yeah. thing you could get were the, the little um, little rubber bouncy balls. Um, and I think they were called oh, Super yeah. Balls. Um, yeah. And they were only sort of, I don't know, bigger. The size of a marble. No, they're a bit bigger, bigger than that. But like the middle size marbles. Yeah, they're probably about the size of your watch face. Um, maybe a little bit smaller, but uh, they'd come in all different sorts of colours. And we used to always play a game at school where um, it was called one hand pickup. And you used to always start off one hand pickup with a tennis ball. And tennis ball wouldn't fly very far. And you'd throw it against the wall or you'd bounce it and then it'd hit the wall and you'd do the half volley. And you had to catch it with one hand. And if you dropped it, you had to drop the ball where it was and you had to run and touch the wall and get back in. If somebody picked up the ball, they could pick it up and hurl it at you and try and brand you with it, which was usually always the game that the boys ended up playing until it got banned, usually by the next, by the next um, you know, meal break or the next day. But every so often we would play games with one of these rubber bouncy balls and they were brutal because they flew they flew further. They were little so they were harder to see and they'd come a lot faster. And so when you're only, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, you don't have that good of motor skills and to pick one up in one hand, but there was always that one kid that was, uh, you'd have further to run because they flew further and they flew faster, but there was always that one kid that was dead-eyed dick, could hit you in the back of the head with one of these without even trying, and gee, it used to hurt. They used to really give you a bit of what for. You definitely know you've been hit by them. The other thing that they were good for is when you used to bounce them off the wall, because they were rubber, they'd grab and they'd get all that different spin off it. So if you're used to playing with a tennis ball, it'll just bounce normal. This thing you'd be running, terrorising down for it, you'd go to grab it and then bounce back over your head. Yeah, or you'd go to grab it loosely to try and throw it again quickly and it'd spin out of your hand. Yeah. Yeah, they were, oh, again, um, they were awesome. We used to play in the house when our parents weren't around. Um, we'd make sure they weren't there. Um, see how many times you can bounce it between the floor and the roof to just go up and down. <laughs> yeah. So we used to we used to play that um, with it. Again, very good in a slingshot and really sting in a slingshot. Um, uh, also with a golf club, if you hit them, uh, <laughs> they get some real purchase on them as well. Um we, we used to play a, a version in our um, hallway because at night there wasn't much to do. There's only the one TV channel. So we used to have a hallway so we'd close all the doors up and we used to sort of play this game where we used to have to throw the ball and you'd have to try and stop it. You weren't allowed to be standing up. You had to be on your knees. <laughs> but to bounce it off all those different walls and we'd only ever get to play it for about three minutes before my dad came out and took it. <laughs> Because all you just hear is this tank, 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 and, and if you got it down, and it, if you scored a if you scored a goal, well, you know it was bragging rights. Yeah. But I tell you, if the ball stopped in the middle, it was just a rush for whoever got there first. Yeah. But that game only probably lasted three minutes at the most. We used to wait until Dad was in the shower and we'd start playing it, um, and he'd come out and say, "Give me the ball," because I could hear you. Mm. So, but uh, we did cause 
a bit of damage, uh, maybe a hole or two in the wall. Yeah. Um, wasn't me. It was my younger brother. It was never me uh-huh. again. Um, but, um, yeah, the, playing those um, at school and the the best thing with those, and I don't know if you've done it, have you gone into the shops today and just got one and bounced it and just just bounced it and let it go? No, I, I think I've bounced it and then held on to it and put it back on the shelf or something. I haven't, I haven't gone for that sort of anarchy there, Satan. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that big on it yet. Uh, give it a go. I, okay. I'd say next time, next time you're in a shop or even our <laughs> listeners, go out there and then yeah. click us the take a video of it and send yeah. it to our. Um, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> a bit of civil <laughs> disobedience, and then and then uh, send us the uh, photo of the fine of the summons that you get. <laughs> that'd be that'd be tremendous. Hit us up on <laughs> Facebook with that. That's the best way to get the publicity. Once was school podcast. <laughs> yeah, just tell them Dave said. <laughs> Dave, that, yeah. Dave double double dog dared you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't use our real names and they can't track us down, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Dave uh, double dog dared me on the, yeah. on, the <laughs> on the on the podcast. He told me on I the podcast. And if I don't, I was a wuss. Mate, the last yeah. one I want to talk about because we're running out of time. We're at twenty nine minutes of talking this rubbish. Uh, so. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um is the uh, I don't know if it's called a viewmaster and it's a little red little red thing that you'd look into and the light would shine in behind it and you put like a little yep. round card in and have all the different pictures. Um, did you ever have them? Look, not not so much. I think um, we had friends and that 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 had them, but um, I, I don't think that I can't remember. And if my brother's listening and we did, just let me know and then I can tell you about it. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I certainly do. I obviously um, you yourself, you've had uh, a couple of these. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there were a few. I don't know if we ever had one each, but we used to be able to buy, buy the actual uh, the thing that you used to look into and and twist it, um, and then you could buy different inserts for it. And I remember there yeah. used to be ones on different different sorts of movies and different sorts of um, cartoon characters and different you know superheroes and and those types of things. But the one that that bothered me most, more than anything else, was probably the ones you used to get, like the nature ones, where you get like a collection of different animals of from different areas and you get one on like on seabirds and you get a penguin and then you get a pelican and then you get a seagull and then you get some weird sort of thing like a turn or something like that and and then and then, it, then why it, bother you i don't know they're just boring and i don't see why kids would have enjoyed them back in the days learning about nature and having those types of um those types of topics there i thought it would have been all you know even sort of sports or something like that. But, no, it was like a – some of them were a bit like an encyclopedia of different animals and, and, and it was just just strange. Sort of like a slideshow that you could hold in your hand, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, but, yeah, I, I seem to remember that we had those uh, things and I don't know that I've seen them recently that they're actual um, – that you can actually, you know, still get them. I'm sure that you probably can, oh, but you I'm can. sure they're not, not as rough as the ones we had. No, no, you can't. You know, you can get them with um, in in the, in the toy section in, um, you know, the supermarkets and that. You'll, yeah. find, you'll be able to find them there. But I don't know that they have the removable pictures anymore. I think they just come with a theme and you just click clicking through the same ones that are already built in internally. I don't think that you can buy the different sort of wheels anymore. No, look, I, I'm 
yeah, I'm not really sure. But um, I think they were pretty popular back in the day, sort of like kaleidoscopes and things like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then people would be sharing it around, giving everyone else pink eye and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, you we know, give each so. other COVID these days, not allowed to touch anything. So, yeah, but they, they yeah. were another part that, uh, yeah, it just don't seem to, to see anymore. And they had the big black, um, the big, it was almost like a little camera. Like a camera. Thing. Yeah, you yeah. pull the thing down and it changed the picture and it would click and, and go to the next slide, like you say. So if anyone's still got one of them, let us know. Send us a photo of it. Send us a photo of you using it. Um, send it to oncewascoolpodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can get to us on Facebook at uh, Once When I Was Cool Podcast. Um, and head to our website if you want to hear any of the old episodes, oncewascool.com. Um, where we've do, gone. Do we, still, do we still have a Twitter account? Because I don't, uh, <laughs> still don't It's there. Still don't but know. No, no one ever takes any notice of it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 I look at it sporadically, but other than that, not really. We've got an Instagram as well, but Instagram's more painful to try and put something on because you can't do it from a desktop. You can only do it from a phone. And I'm not yeah. that interested, to be perfectly honest. So. <laughs> We're interested in you people. We're interested in you all out there, but who's listening? And because I'm the only person that actually monitors it and does any of this sort of thing, it gets a bit bit too much. Yeah, there's there's a dig back, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Need need to to sleep less and find a few more hours in my day to try and look after it. Um, I was just looking, though, having a look at yo-yos here, you can actually get your own custom yo-yos with your own, um, you know, your own label or your own picture or your own whatever you want on it. Maybe we should get well, it once when I was cool podcast. Uh, was, yo-yo. It's cool. I think that'd be awesome. To go along and, uh, with the, to, the socks and the mugs that we've got. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Uh, absolutely. We can just mm. get one that says absolutely on it. Yeah. <laughs> that can be on the other side. Have once was cool yeah. podcast on one side and absolutely on the other. And then we could put it in the box with all the other merch that I've got sitting in the back of my house that's going nowhere at the moment. So, yeah. Sweet. Well, let's <laughs> wrap this up. Great business so, model. Yes. It is. It is. So, Dave, Wait. these toys of yesteryear. Yep. Sadly missed. Yes, no. Yeah, no, I think so. I, I, all the ones that we mentioned, you know, yo-yos, marbles, the bouncy balls, those sorts of things, they were good at the time. It would be a bit hard for me to excuse as a 48-year-old man now. It would be a little bit difficult for me to justify actually having them and going out into a schoolyard and playing with them. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed them at the time and I, they were sort of <laughs> good good for where they were. What about you? Well, yeah, and the judge did say you need to be 200 metres yeah, from yeah. a schoolyard. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I reckon that when you and I are together, we what? need to get some marbles. <laughs> uh, it's not getting any better. Yeah, no, it is. We'll get some marbles or we'll play brandy or we'll play, yeah. use slingshots. We'll do some sort of damage. Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't but, know if um, I'm up for that. But, yes, anyway, we'll see. Or we can have a yo-yo competition, see who can get closest to the other one's eyeball. Yeah, I tell you, it's fun and it it's all about trust. I'll go first. <laughs> all right. On that note, we're going to say goodbye. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. We thank you, Simon. Thank you. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, Dave. Bye.